At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Tuesday here on the show, and you know what that means. We got a lot to get into here today. And uh, that includes the Monday Night Raw show that aired last night. I told you guys yesterday the segment with the RK Bro and Alpha Academy. What they call it, the Academic Challenge. I told you guys yesterday that was going to be awesome. And uh, in fact, it, uh, it was quite awesome. So uh, it's best thing on the show, that in the Randy Orton versus Otis match. So we're going to talk about both of those things here tonight on the show this afternoon. And uh, in addition to that, a lot of other news. We've got NXT coming up tonight. we got the WrestleMania 38 schedule, which we talked about yesterday, but I have uh, more to say about that because there's been a... Uh, there's news on that coming out of uh, WWE, which uh, is actually going to be the top story today. I'll explain why here in a while. Brian Kendrick has requested his release from WWE. Add him to the list. We got the SmackDown ratings. We got the Rampage ratings. AAA doing multiple Triple Mini events coming up this year. And we've also got, as noted, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, actually, we got the SmackDown and uh, Rampage ratings. We should talk about those. And also the Raw report for, uh, for last night. So a lot to get into here today. For those that have asked, I believe... I don't know this for sure because you never know what might happen, but I think we're actually going to be doing the prediction show on Friday. So if you've been waiting to uh, participate in that, I think that's going to be Friday. So I'll give you the details on that here coming up pretty soon. But uh, we'll go over the predictions from last year. Who was a prognosticator? Who was a fool? Award me my prize and uh, so much more. So anyway, rest of the show coming up after the break. Stick around. Observer Live. Man, I don't know how much I made it back on time. Hello, everybody! We're live! Sorry about the opening segment. You ever had one of those days? I started talking to the mic and there was no level on it. And then, 
I uh, I started trying to do the whole open of the show. I'll try to figure out why I had no audio. So if you heard the opening segment, you're like, what's this guy babbling about? Why can't he get a sentence out? Well, I was trying to do two things at the same time. So I Not easy, is it? fixed something and got back here, and I don't know what the heck the problem is with that thing over there. Who's the engineer over there? Me! Oh, but you know how it is to be the engineer and the host at the same time? Holy smokes. I know a producer who's just sitting there who could, you know, use some work right now. Who? His name is Rob. Bro, if Rob were the producer, there'd be no audio. <laughs> Sorry, God Rob bless the guy. <laughs> Last night on Twitter, I go, I told you so. And then Rob tweeted, he goes, what'd you tell me? And boy, I had a thousand things. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> How about show quiet. up for class being number one of them? Well, yeah, that's up there. Hey, listen. <laughs> I got to talk about uh, the top story today. Why is this the top story? Well, I got to have something to complain about. And uh, when I heard this, bro, I mean this one. I'll just read this, okay? This year's schedule for WrestleMania 38 week continues to take shape, with PW Insider reporting a discussed change regarding NXT that would have seemed unfathomable just a few years ago. Well, whoever wrote this article on the front page is unfathomable now. Forget a few years ago. The website said that while this is still preliminary in the planning, this year's NXT Stand and Deliver is currently planned for Saturday, April 2nd, on the first night of WrestleMania 38. While the venue is yet to be determined, the idea is the show would be a matinee running from noon to 3. If that happens, it would be the first time since NXT began running events during WrestleMania weekend that one of its centerpiece shows wouldn't have its own night. PWI Insider also reported the preliminary plan is to the Hall of Fame ceremony on Friday. Who cares about that? All right, listen. <laughs> well, it matters a little bit Listen. Here. Hold on a second. Bro. Yes. Okay, listen. I never worked for Vince McMahon, but I know a lot of people who have worked for Vince McMahon, okay? And they all say the same thing. And that is that when you work for Vince McMahon, this guy is out of his mind, okay? I saw the other day there was an article, I can't remember where it was, but, you know, the headline was, WWE's Vince McMahon still exercises at 76 at 3 a.m. Apparently that's a news story. But the point of this is, uh, this guy, it's like, you know, unless he, like, collapses and naps or whatever, I mean, it's 24-7 for this guy. And so when you work for him, you know, expect it to be 24-7 for you. If he calls at 4 a.m., you better be ready to take the call. It's like this guy lives, breathes the total WWE bubble, all right? When you live and work in a bubble, I've heard, what happens is you believe that everybody else lives and works in your bubble. So if you're if you're Vince... You know, you've got this idea that, well, you know, I run this thing for a living, and I'm more 24-7, everybody. Uh, bro, nobody wants to watch, nobody wants to watch WWE for nine hours on a Saturday, okay? Maybe Vince does. Maybe his, uh, you know, his right-hand men are like, yeah, great idea, Vince. You know, maybe there's some real hardcore stand-up for WWE blokes that just can't wait to watch from noon to 10 o'clock at night. But, bro... Here's the deal. You can do whatever you want, okay? But this is not the real world. Let me tell you about the real world, okay? So every year, we do a Royal Rumble post show, 
And my buddy Mark joins us on the show. It's Brian, Vinny, Craig, and Mark. Okay. So, I don't know if you guys heard the Sunday Brian and Vinny show, but the show starts. And I explained to everybody that, well, we're going to do our normal show this week. But next week, things are going to be different because this Saturday is the Royal Rumble. Vinny then had a nuclear meltdown because life had double booked him. He couldn't do Saturday. And so then, none of you were privy to this, but there was a text chain with myself and Vinny and Craig. And Craig's like, bro, do we have to do Saturday? Why do we have to do Saturday? I'm like, well, dude, Saturday, we go right after the Royal Rumble. We're going to have multiple more viewers and listeners than if we go on Sunday. Vinny can't go on Saturday. Craig would rather go on Sunday. I talked to Mark. Mark didn't even know it's on Saturday. So anyway, long story short, the Royal Rumble post-show is not going to be a post-show this Saturday. It's going to be a post-show on Sunday. Craig is like, dude, why are these shows on Saturday? Like, I got friends. I want to go do things on Saturday night. Now I got to, eight times this year, I got to sit on a Saturday night and watch a WWE show and then do a post-show. And it's like, yeah, that they've decided, listen, if you like it, that's fine. But it is horribly inconvenient to have these pay-per-views on a Saturday night. Oh, hey, you want to go do something on Saturday? Wife? Oh, well, I got to be back at 3.30 because there's a WWE pay-per-view on Saturday night now. Now, some of you go, oh, well, you know, UFC runs Saturday night. You're right. It does run Saturday night. And you know what? If I host a pay-per-view party on my house for UFC on Saturday night, I got a dozen people that will come over lickety-split. I say I can have a Royal Rumble party. Royal Rumble, I might get a couple of people. But what's the next pay-per-view? Elimination Chamber? I go, I'm watching Elimination Chamber live on Saturday night. You know how many people are going to come over to the house to watch it? None. Okay? UFC and WWE are not the same thing in terms of gathering a crowd on Saturday night. Elimination Chamber's on Saturday night. All my buddies are going to go out on Saturday night. They're not going to come over to watch a pay-per-view. So now the idea is, well, Saturday night, April whatever... You know, if you had plans Saturday night and you want to watch wrestling, like, you know, cancel your plans because WrestleMania is on Saturday and Sunday. But now they think that you are going to sit down at noon on a Saturday to watch an NXT TakeOver 2.0 show and then, you know, get something to eat or whatever, then come back for a two-hour pre-show and then a four-hour main show for WrestleMania. Bro, this idea, horrible. I hate this idea. Ah. I've got it out of my that? system. How much time I got left? Yeah, just right. go. Go through the break while you're at it. Look, I usually do. But <laughs> um, I can't. Our first world problems, you're exactly right. They have all the right in the world to change it to whatever day they want. There's always been boxing and wrestling or, or different things on Saturdays, of course. They're events. You know, events to get people to come over. The problem with everything with WWE right now, except for WrestleMania in the name, what else is really going to be drawing people to come over to your house and hang out and watch it and make it like that big event that Saturday night usually is? That aside, and our frustrations with our schedules and that stuff aside, NXT Stand and Deliver being on on a Saturday during the day would have meant something when it was strong. Now, it would have been predatory. You WWE would look at this as retaliation. Well, it's our weekend. Everybody's invaded it now for their collectives and their this and their that and their IWTV and their Fight TV stuff. All this sort of stuff. 
It's our weekend. This is what we're going to do. We're putting the Hall of Fame on Friday. We're going to load up Friday with stuff. We're going to do NXT Saturday during the day with a huge card with guys like Adam Cole and Roderick Strong and these big things we've been building to blowing up. And you know what? Yeah, you may not like it as a fan, but it's our weekend. We're going to show it off. And then you have WrestleMania that night. It's still not a great idea, and it's still asking fans to really, who do want to do other things that weekend, who do want to see other shows, you know, it does limit them to your product, and they may not like that. But at least when the product was strong, you can make the case for it. Now, and I hate to say this, and I don't mean to demean anybody personally in NXT, it's just like one of those other indie shows during the week when there's like seven of them going on. And you go, do you want to see this young guy, Tony D'Angelo? You know, he just started his career. You want to see these new guys, the Creed Brothers? Like, I hate to say it, like, this replaces the Evolve show during the day for me. Unless they're going to do something incredible. Like, it's to me 12 noon to 3 p.m., Brian, in a a lot of ways. And I know you have attached your wagon to this and feeling, though, you have to review this show and you have to keep up with it and you have to watch this. I mean... I hate to say it, I think to a lot of other people, this is just now another indie show in a lot of ways on the weekend. Well, they don't have to watch An it. affiliated wrestling and show. And let me and tell I, you something. And that's the thing, and I don't think they are, and I think they actually do a lot of damage to themselves this way. Listen, if you think I'm crying about this, I'm asking about everybody else. Who is going to watch two of these shows back-to-back? I put a poll up on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Go up there and vote. How many people are watching NXT Stand and Deliver and then sticking around for WrestleMania both on the same Saturday afternoon? Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, now I got two polls. You ever met a man that had two polls? Well, you're looking at one right now. The first poll on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Who is going to watch NXT Stand and Deliver as a Saturday afternoon matinee and then watch the first night of WrestleMania immediately after? Oh, it's not immediately after, everyone says. Whatever. Close enough. It's close enough. Uh, Double shot of WWE. 80.4% say not me. 19.6% 19.6% saying me. And, of course, you have the blokes in the comments, well, real wrestling fans will. Bro, yeah. I am a real wrestling fan. I'm the only one. I'm literally the only one with any association of Wrestling Observer Live, including the listeners, that actually will watch NXT 2.0 and would like to watch Stand and Deliver. But, no, I'm not spending. Bro, listen, when you when you don't have a life, you only have a job, okay, <laughs> like Vince, then then that's it. But you know what? A lot of people have a life. And no, I'm not going to take a day, a Saturday, 
and go, wife and two young children, sorry, I can't go anywhere and do anything with you this Saturday because I'm going to start watching wrestling at 9 a.m., and I'm going to watch it until, uh, you know, 10 p.m. So I can't put the babes to bed. I can't go, nothing. Not going to, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm not, the point is I'm not the only one. That's my You're not point. The only one. You're right. I'm not the only one who's like, what are we talking about here? But we have lives. Do you understand? Awesome. I need you to look at this from a different perspective, though. Now, you're still going to come up with the same, you know, you're going to end up in the same place. But still, you have to look at this from the aspect of wrestling fans who are going to be going there, who are going to be in the mix down there, who are going to want to see all these shows, the types that wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning after going to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning, after seeing all these shows that take place beginning on Thursday, WrestleMania weekend, okay? For those people, the question is, Say, I know Effie's Big Gay Brunch is usually Sunday, but let's say that's Saturday, okay? Let's say Beyond has got a really amped up show where whatever, you know, you, you got all this stuff going on with all these big names that, that are all over the place, all the legendary names that are all over the place. To me, forget about, you know, it's screwing up your schedule and wanting to do things as a home viewer. And I know most of the people watching will be doing that. To me, this is all about that day. And I know NXT is going to have its fans, but you're telling me, look at these shows. Look, Will Ospreay and Nick Wayne is obviously going to be a Joey Janela, you know, spring break main event at night. But let's just say they they have a spot during the day, and that's when they're going to do that match. It'll be for some bizarre reason on a Jersey Championship wrestling show that they happen to be running that weekend down there with everybody else. That's where NXT's got its biggest problems. That's where the attention is pulled away. That's where, who do you want to see? You want to see Jay White or do you want to see Lash Legend? You know what I'm saying? Like this, you know, you're exactly right with what you're saying because I'm not waking up and, and wanting to see where this product has gone. I'm not doing that from noon to three and then like watching WrestleMania at night, especially when I have to watch WrestleMania that night. I don't have to watch NXT. I can find out if it was any good. I can hear if it was any good and catch the highlights and, and care about that. To me, the damage that's being done to NXT is how many people, unless you load this up all of a sudden with, like, Brock Lesnar showing up at the NXT show, that's where the problem is. Like, that live show and with all the buzz that's going on down there, man, if there's three shows taking place at noon, that could very well, well easily be the third one that nobody cares about. You know, the longer the show goes, the more I calm down, and I actually don't care. Because I ain't going to watch it. So Good! Good for you! I, bro, I, I can't. Like, th this is not one where, oh, I don't have time on Tuesday to watch an NXT TV show. Well, of course I have time on Tuesday night to watch an NXT TV show. But, bro, I'm not spending all day Saturday sitting on my couch. Now, if I went to wherever the sh where is it at? Texas this year? Wherever it's at? Dallas. If I actually went to Dallas, and, I, and there was, like, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and then NXT, and then, you know, some other show, and then I'd hit every single one of them if I could. But I'm not sitting on my couch on a Saturday... And just watching wrestling for 10 hours, okay? I'd be absorbed into the couch. You ever hear about those people that, like, they're on the couch for so long that their their skin gets absorbed into the couch? Oh, that's nasty. I'm not yeah. making it up. I'm not doing those, this. It's one of those hoarder shows. It's now, mad, all that stuff. I will too. say, I will say. A person come out the side of the house. I am, I am surprised the results of my second poll. I, I, I. The second one is usually more magical. A better night for WWE pay-per-views. 70% are voting for Saturday, and uh, 30% are voting for Sunday. Now, it's possible uh, that a uh, contingent of uh, folks from overseas invaded my poll, and uh, they're all voting for uh, Saturday because they don't like to stay up till 5 a.m. On, on Monday morning. But right now, 
the the poll results show that Saturday is the preferred day for these uh, these WWE pay-per-views, which tells me that I may have a lot of uh, Twitter followers with no friends or family. Or maybe they just like doing stuff on Saturdays, man. Maybe maybe they want If you want to do something on, on Saturdays and you're not going to sit at home and watch a pay-per-view, that's the point. No, well, look, some people <laughs> you're just killing this Saturday thing cuz it doesn't fit into your schedule, and I understand that. But still. Yeah, and my my point Mike is, yes, it doesn't fit into my <laughs> schedule, okay? But, but I'm it trying may fit to figure out people. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how it fits into other people's schedules. Like, you don't do anything on Saturday? Like Saturday nights so is like, I got nothing to do. I'll just watch a pay-per-view. Like, you don't have any friends that are like, hey, let's go out to eat or let's go whatever on Saturday. You don't have any friends that do that? That's actually my question. But I don't feel thing. like I, I'm the only one here. I understand that, but you act as if as though everybody's got the same set schedule all the time, okay? I live in a, in essentially a resort area, okay? Basically down at the beach, there's a lot of random times where – you know, you go in and you'll work Sunday through Thursday. Maybe you get Friday and Saturday off and you've already gone out on Friday. So Saturday is like your Sunday night. Everybody's situation is different. I think the question is more we should be having is this because of traditional wrestling used to be on Mondays. Boxing pay-per-views used to be on Monday nights because they wanted to take advantage of Las Vegas and people traveling there. And they come in after work on Friday and they have Saturday, Sunday, and they would have the big event on Monday. That's when people look back like, well, the Royal Rumble was on a Monday night. Yes, that's when they would do things. The times and things have shifted. And yes, Sunday became the night for pro wrestling. Absolutely. Boxing in the UFC became Saturday night things. They tried them on Friday nights. Boxing tried on Friday night. It just didn't work. Saturday became that night. I think it's, do you do yourself damage overall? I think that's the better question. Is forget about the fact that people will find your event if it's big enough. And that's the thing. If, if they had something going on, if there was something really strong, okay, that would make more sense to have more events on Saturday, okay? Did this have anything to do with the fact that football season got extended out in the AFC and NFC title games, which if if the games go as they did last week, WWE would have been buried even more underground with trying to grab some attention for their pay-per-view that was taking place that night. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I think to put it on people and go, well, you know, does this fit you? Does this fit your schedule? You know, to, to some of the people listening right now, uh, maybe not. But I, I think when you look overall, I don't think that's, I don't know if that's exactly the question we need to be asking here. Because I think for a lot of people, they'll go, yeah, I finally get off on Saturday night. I'll go do this. And I don't go out. And again, everybody's lives are different. Well, everybody's I know got family that. obligations and everything else. Because a lot of your problems with a lot of this stuff come down to the fact that you got to deal with family stuff ever since they started putting WrestleMania back at the start time of what? 1.30 in the afternoon or 11.30 in the morning? Whatever the hell time they started WrestleMania. Bro, you started hating this because you got children. No, it's not I got to deal with family stuff. It's I want to deal with family stuff. Oh, you guys want to go on the ferry to the islands? Sorry, we can't. I hey, gotta be brother, back for this I'd like to do family stuff right now, but I'm working my job, okay? And that's what I got to do. You're and in the middle of happens. a work week, not you, a Saturday night. You, hey, do business doesn't get you know how you enjoy your saturday night brian going out and doing these things with your family and your friends is because somebody else is working serving you trying to put out this stuff so hey look people work on saturdays okay people actually have to serve people like you it's not all about you and your schedule brian look look at these look at these it's for saying get out of the bubble i'm in the bubble because i want to do something on a saturday night 
Well, like is the that rest what, of them. Is that literally what, the, what we've come to what here? What if people wanted to do stuff on Sunday? What if people wanted to do stuff on Sunday? And now these people are rejoicing over this. You want me to do a poll? What day do you do more social activities? Yeah, I, on a Saturday or a Sunday? Poll. You better be careful now, about this. I will social say. Act- well, hold on. You better be careful about asking that with social activity when that's a day that a lot of people will make sure that they're not working and actually do social activity during the day. Okay, now, now a one. couple of people have noted that uh, having to stay up till midnight is harder on a Sunday because there's work the next day than a Saturday. Okay, that's fine because I do East live on coast. the West Coast. I do live on the West Coast. But you know, you know, how to solve this problem. Have pay per views go from uh, you know till eleven like they used to, right? Do they need to go four and a half hours and go to midnight or later? Uh, I, I mean, answer the question for you. No, they don't. Bro, three hours is more than enough time. Give me three thirty. Especially right now. give me seven to ten thirty. Wasn't the old deal that oh WrestleMania is too long at one day, so we'll do two shorter days. Now we're just going to do two four and a half hour days. So now the show's nine hours. Why don't we just do two six-hour days while we're at it? Because apparently nobody has a life. Just keep running them shows all night. You know they should do a really stupendous WrestleMania. Work. Mm. Twenty-four I hours of WrestleMania. Mm. Twenty-four hours of WrestleMania. Dude, there's gonna be a twenty-four-hour RAW before that happens. Did you? USA doesn't bottom out in the ratings. Did you just pretend to cry that you watch NXT? Because in fact, that is your gimmick. So <laughs> I don't know who you're making fun of, except for yourself. What? I'm making fun of you, and I don't even have to make fun of you because no, you're just exposing actually, yourself to everybody I'm again one with your, that have your a problem first watching Brian NXT. Alvarez localized problems, hyper localized wow. issues with Brian yeah, Alvarez. It's a first world problem that I want to do something on a Saturday night. Yeah, rough, yeah. They, when, when, they don't when do you that in third to, world wait, countries. Hold on a second, tough guy. When you used to have to watch UFCs, you weren't. You know, did you went out on Sunday or you did it on another day? Sorry, brother. Some people actually have to work. I get what you're saying, but you're taking it to an extreme, as if this is all about you, Brian Alvarez. It's not all about you. I'm not the one who's not reviewing NXT, brother. Back in it's a moment. DVR, don't live. worry. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Love when Mike pretends to be a man of the people. Oh, I fight for the working man. So I sit here <sighs> talking to this microphone, get Sucker. paid for it. Guess where I'm going to be going tonight at midnight? Oh, yeah? Where's that? Work. Yeah. 11 o'clock, I'm I'll going. be at work overnight. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. teach jiu-jitsu tonight. Yeah, 11 o'clock at night, then I'll get off at 7 in the morning. That's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to come home, and I'm going to deal with family stuff, and I'm going to take a small nap, 
and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this show. And then when I get done this show, I'm going to see how my kid's day was at school, okay? And then you oh, know what I, I have do to that. do? And then I have dinner, and then I got some more work I got to do because, wow. you know, work doesn't stop. And to support my family, I got to do work. Like the same people that some people yeah. have to do work on Saturday nights, you know, watching a show yeah. in the comfort of their own couch. And then they walk upstairs to their own little home studio, and then they get to complain about how hard their life is. You better stop with that stuff. Yeah, you, you a know, lot you, more you like team me, up with Craig. There. There's a lot more like me and Craig and real hardworking yeah. men out there. You and who Craig identify with real men like Filthy Tom Lawler, yeah. as opposed to people like you on your gilded little boats. So you, you and Craig are going to be a tag team, huh? Is that right? The hardworking men. Yeah, well, guess who the most uh, has the most hatred and anger for Saturday night pay-per-views? Working man Craig. Uh-huh. You know who he's got more anger towards? You. And it's all built up inside him after all these years and all those nasty said things you've said about right, him. Can I move on he here? He remembers all of them. He's going to throttle you. MJF you Gilded little bastard. MJF. And now you're going to talk about MJF. Yeah. It's amazing how you two you know don't like wrote? each other. You're exactly... I had to mute Mike for a second. You know what MJF wrote? The fact that Saturday is winning is the prime example of the fact that Wrestling Observer Newsletter subscribers are virgins and have nowhere to go on a Saturday night. I never said anything like that, by the way. That's MJF right there. Don't look at me. Where's my Subscription comped. There we go. I slipped one past the goalie. You slipped two pass. It's amazing. And then someone immediately asked if he was going to be in the Royal Rumble. No, MJF is <laughs> not going to be in the Royal <laughs> Rumble. Why are people doing this? Doors. Him and Cody, stop it. Just for that, you know what I'm going to do, everybody? I guess I should do the news. I was going to punish you all with the Raw report. But actually, Raw was pretty good last night, including, I'll at least, if I'm going to cover one segment, I'm going to cover the best segment on the show. But very quickly, here's the news. Solo Soko and Boa tonight on NXT, no DQ, false count anywhere. So we have two of these over the next couple of days. We have Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy on Wednesday and Solo Sokoa and Boa on Tuesday. Perhaps I can put a poll up about the match quality of those two. Cameron Grimes versus Tony D'Angelo, number one contenders match for the North American title. Uh, Toxic Attraction against Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada, and Kaylee Ray. Wes Lee and Nash Carter against Jacket Time. Grizzled Young Vets versus Chase University. Jacket Time. Christ. That's their name. They both wear jackets, and they travel through time. What do you want me to do? Oh, add this to the list. Brian Kendrick has reportedly requested his release from WWE and is waiting to have the request granted. But I'm the bad guy, as usual. Kendrick hasn't been to recent NXT 205 Live shows after requesting his release. What? How did you have anything to do with this? Well, you know, I'm, I'm upset that NXT 2.0's thing is on Saturday. I'm not going to watch it, and I'm vilified. But is this, everyone this listening guy to wants this to man? quit NXT, and is everyone he's listening a hero. To this man? Yeah, they are. Scotty Too Hottie, look, hey, Scotty Too Hottie was the one with the, the right foresight there, I think, to see what was taking place. And I tell you what, uh, if Spanky is released, I look forward to seeing him be inducted to the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame next year and seeing him go out there on the Indies, helping people out, what he is seemingly was doing in NXT and being a trainer and uh, capitalizing on his past. That's what I would really like for that man, as opposed to being told that he needs to look younger as a trainer or whatever the hell it is that they do there. What I can't figure out is nobody, not one person there, thought of putting Spanky with jacket time. Yeah. Yeah. Rampage on Friday, 594,000 viewers at a point two four, which uh, doubled NXT this past Wednesday. 
SmackDown did, where is it here? 2.255 million viewers at a .64 in 1849. So very good numbers for Rampage and SmackDown on Friday. Now, let's talk about the best. Actually, there were several good things on Raw. I'll just do the whole Raw report. Oh. It was pretty good this week. Uh, pretty good. First, we had a Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar weigh-in, which was great. Brock Lesnar shows up dressed as a cowboy. He's got a big old hat on and this giant jacket, because apparently it's cold where he's at, cowboy boots. Corey Graves tells him, you should take some of that off for this weigh-in for a fight with no weight limit. Brock's like, I'm not, I'm not going to go nude. So anyway, they weigh in, and then they go back and forth, and you know, Brock calls him Bobby Who, and you know, Bobby's all frothing in the mouth. He can't wait to kill this guy at the pay-per-view. And it's funny because if you, if you showed a normal person this that doesn't know anything about WWE, they'd go like, man, I hope Bobby just beats his ass because Bobby comes off as the bullied babyface. But in this story, Brock's the babyface and Bobby's the heel. It depends on what world you live in. In my world, Bobby Lashley is the complete babyface in all of this. Period, point blank, that's it, and that's all. And I think we know why Corey Graves was cleared, because at some point, Brock Lesnar is going to kill him. Then we had Bianca beating Zelina, and they're teasing that she'll be the first person in 24 years to repeat as a Rumble winner. Because, in fact, multiple persons people have repeated, just not in the last 24 years. We had uh, Damian Priest and Kevin Owens. Did you guys watch SmackDown? Did you see that show? You guys watch SmackDown? Anybody? Mike? No. Anybody no. watch SmackDown? I was on the road. They, uh, they did a horrible finish where uh, Natty stomped on uh, What's-Her-Face and got DQ'd for beating too much ass. Well, you know, it must have gotten over because they did the same thing here. Kevin Owens beats Damian Priest. So here's the thing. Remember I said it was Mania season, so now Raw and SmackDown can be on the same brand? Well, they sent Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins to SmackDown on Friday. And they worked as baby faces. And, you know, 2.3 million people watched the show. So now Kevin Owens shows up on Raw to face babyface Damian Priest. But now everyone thinks Kevin Owens is a babyface. Plus, they book Damian Priest like an idiot. He gets DQ'd for stomping on Kevin and not breaking. They booed Damian Priest out of the building. He walks out all irate. The match was good, but it's WWE booking. They so beat him. Why? They beat him with Kevin Owens last week. Why? If you're to just set up a title this, match, it's just so completely stupid and ridiculous when he keeps getting DQ'd anyway because he can't like hold himself together. That's when they should have threatened him with the title match. So you got to put this title up on the line, and if you get disqualified, you lose it to Owens. They never had to pin this freaking guy, but this is what they do. It's just stupid, stupid. We had Dana Brooke, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan against Tamina, Nikki, and Carmella. This is one to watch, everybody. If you have if you have a friend who thinks wrestling is real, <laughs> I got the match to show them. 223, and they botched 90 spots. It was pretty amazing. And then uh, Rhea Ripley submitted Carmella. So Wait. both both of the tag team champions were defeated on this show by individuals who will not be teaming up to get a championship match. Although maybe they will, but we had the greatest thing all time all my life, the Alpha Academy Academic Challenge, which was awesome for a million reasons. So Chad Gable and Otis come out, and they're going to do a spelling bee with Randy Orton and Riddle. And uh, this may have been the highest rated segment on the show. So Riddle and Randy come out, and... Uh, 
And Chad Gable's awesome on the mic, by the way. This was the best. Yes. This was the best Chad Gable of his career. Thank you. So Otis has to go first, and the word he has to spell is "emmental," which is something about cheese. Okay. So I never even heard of this word. I would not have been able to spell it. And so the gimmick is that Otis is supposed to be an idiot, but he spells it right. So he spells it E M M E N T L. He shoots, spells it wrong. But as a work, he was supposed to spell it right. And so they said, oh, you spelled it right, Otis. And they just keep going. So then we go to Riddle, and his word is calibration. He doesn't know what this means. And so uh, the 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 funniest, one of the low-key funniest things in this segment is the actual uh, definition that uh, Patrick gave for uh, calibration it's just the biggest hodgepodge of random words. It's like it's not even a definition. So Riddle goes, oh, I get it. It's like if you're weighing your... And everyone goes, ah, ha, ha, he's talking about weed. So uh, he spells it right. So then we go to Chad Gable, who's got a 4.0. And, you know, he graduated college during the pandemic, you know, two master's degrees or whatever. And his word is disillusion. Well, in fact, there's disillusion... And there's dissolution. So Kevin Patrick offers to give him the definition. But uh, Chad Gables, ah, I know what it means. Are you kidding me? And he spells the wrong dissolution. And so he's wrong. And he's furious. And uh, so now all Orton has to do is spell one word. And they claim he's going to get one of the most misspelled words in the English language. No, it's not separate. He has to spell dumbbell. And so he says D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L. And he spells it right. And they win! And then, as great as it is, now Chad Gable is furious. He starts screaming at Patrick. It's all your fault! What did he say? You gave you me the wrong, wrong word. You said it wrong. You said it you wrong. You said it wrong. And I was like, fu- uh, fu- uh, funny, <laughs> funny, 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 funny. He says that because when I was in the spelling bee, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I went all the way to regionals and I lost on the word philanderer. As in the sixth grade, I didn't know what a philanderer was. Oh, the irony. And I thought the guy said philandera. <laughs> So I spelled P-H-I-L-A-N-D-E-R-A. No, it's E-R. What? You said it wrong. So I was all in Chad Gable's camp. He got screwed in his spelling bee. But anyway, Otis lost anyway, so they were screwed. But anyway, there's a big kerfluffle and everything like that. And then uh, we have Randy Orton versus Chad Gable, which is awesome. A great match. They went 14 minutes. And then Randy Orton gives him the greatest RKO ever right on literally the top of his head. So he's dead. And then they announce it next week, which is preposterous. Because the babyfaces won Chad Gable's idea. Now they get to pick the next idea. It's two out of three. So it's a scooter race. It's a scooter race in this academic challenge. Because in school, I mean, you got to go to PE. So the point of this is, it's two out of three. So Chad Gable and Otis have to win the scooter race. So we got two weeks in a row. This was the best thing on WWE TV, like as far as like creativity and, and, you know, writers and everything like that in 
eons. Like, I think you got to go back to Ric Flair on on uh, musical chairs. Musical chairs. Oh, man, this was the greatest. And don't even tell me that I'm just wanting to say that I'm right. You all know, you all know this segment was awesome. Everything they took away from Otis, they slowly is coming back with him in this goofball gimmick. <laughs> God, it was great. Then we had uh, uh, Alexa Bliss segment. Absolutely sucked. AJ beat Austin Theory, 17 minutes. It was good, but we did not need like six minutes of, of Austin Theory working the guy over. Uh, AJ won with the forearm. Becky Lynch and Dewdrop interview. They did like the, the face-to-face like you do on, on Rampage or UFC or whatever. And it was good. Dewdrop was really good. Becky was good. I thought this was a very, very good segment. Uh, we had the Ray and Dominic Street Profits deal, which is dumb. This is the only thing they're doing to build up the Royal Rumble is these nerds keep wrestling each other and then throwing each other over the top rope. That's like you're built to the Royal Rumble. And Ray can't figure out, wait, what do you mean my son could throw me out? What, do you think you can tie? You can't tie, Ray. How long, how many Rumbles have you done, buddy? And then Maurice's extravaganza, of course, Edge and Beth Phoenix ruined the party and and uh, beat up some security guards. And If I'm not here after the break, I love y'all. Observer Live. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you. That empty chair right there is where the big boss man, Brian Alvarez, used to be. But he's got some, some things he needs to take care of. As if it was a Saturday night already boss man gone out of here but don't worry he will be back with me tomorrow in that chair right there hosting this show and a couple of notes before we get out of here uh for everybody for nxt talents because i don't think brian said this at the beginning of the show scheduled for the smackdown tapings tonight uh, or for friday smackdown tapings pwi insider reporting that eo shirai dakota kai roderick strong and la knight will be at the SmackDown tapings this Friday in Kansas City. This would mark Shirai's first main roster match since Survivor Series 2019. Think about the time on that. Think about how ridiculous that is. And also another little note here following up with some things that took place at the Game Changer Wrestling shows over the weekend. As a lot of people know, Billy Starks looks like she was scheduled to be in the Battle Royal. Nick Wayne was certainly scheduled to be part of the Scramble, unfortunately. As uh, has been reported now, an anonymous email was sent to the New York State Athletic Commission on Thursday morning. Uh, since Nick had previously worked the uh, the emo night show uh, that GCW had held in Queens, they didn't think it was going to be an issue with him appearing on the show. Apparently, somebody dropped dime to the New York State Athletic Commission. And uh, unfortunately for Nick, he found out during fourth period at high school. So you want to see how that ruined his day and how it ruined his weekend. Uh, there it was. But as we also mentioned uh, with what Joey Janela put online on Twitter, uh, saying that they were going to make this up to Nick and trying to schedule a match against anybody he wanted. Nick chose Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is for it. So maybe WrestleMania weekend we get to see Nick Wayne and Will Ospreay. And uh, I think for anybody who decided to be a, a cop caller on this, to they can go get bent. So... Those are my only words, and we shall talk to you again after a while.
You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.